I'm Jim Lowe, and I'm arts editor of the Times Argus and Rutland Herald. Each week, I travel the state hearing, watching, enjoying the best Vermont has to offer in the arts, and I try to put it together and deliver it to you. It all culminates with the Vermont Arts section every Saturday in the Times Argus and Rutland Herald. Okay, today is Thursday, January 30th, and I'm here with Jim Lowe, arts editor for both the Times Argus and Rutland Herald, and we're going to talk about uh, some previews of the Vermont Arts section. We've got a lot going this week, uh, though we usually do, but we've got even more this week. And on our cover, we have two very different stories. One is the Middlebury New Filmmakers Festival is moving from Middlebury to Rutland for a whole day. <laughs> nice. And two very interesting films they're showing on the ninth su uh, Sunday, a week in a week. Uh, one is about a holistic vet who gets into a fight with all the regular vets because he has a new and possibly better way of treating animals. Mm -hmm. And he specializes in treating dogs for whom there is not much chance. And I have actually seen the film, and it's it's amazing. Really? Uh, nice. It's heart-wrenching, and it's amazing what this guy does. He's sort of a dog whisperer. Yeah. Uh, the other I have not seen is about an upstart slam poetry team out of New York City. Cool. And it follows their day-to-day -day life and what happens and so on, et cetera. And the thing about Middlebury New Filmmakers Festival, they only present the first film or second film of a filmmaker. Mm. So they, they really want to show off the young ones. Mm -hmm. Now, contrasting that, in Montpelier, two big institutions are coming together. One is the Thomas Wood gallery, the T.W. Wood Gallery, which is an art gallery and museum, which is now celebrating 125 years. Wow. Uh, Thomas Waterman Wood was a successful artist at the end of the 19th century. And he lived in Montpelier and New York City. But he was successful financially, mm -hmm. and his paintings were considered important at the time. He amassed a bunch of paintings, left them all to the city of Montpelier, mm -hmm. not only his paintings but others, mm -hmm. uh, as long as they exhibited them. Cool. So Montpelier has the T.W. Wood Gallery, which is celebrating 125 years. Well, they're joining with another very famous Vermont institution, the Bread and Puppet Theater. And most people know the Bread and Puppet Theater by the huge puppets they see uh, in very pointed left-wing politics. <laughs> and they're celebrating 50 years. This is Freeman from Bloodroot Gap, and you're listening to Major Prelude and Minor Mishaps, the Vermont Arts Podcast from the Barry Montpelier Times Argus and the Rutland Herald. Bread and Puppet is, has an exhibit of paintings and artifacts at the wood. 
And on the 7th, Friday the 7th, they're actually putting on a show at 5 p.m. at the gallery. And if you haven't seen one, you need to. And if, if you have, you'll probably want to go anyway. <laughs> now, switching to a whole different world is so-called contemporary classical music, which means a lot of different things to different people. We have two central Vermont organizations that are very successful and very Vermont-oriented who are producing concert series, but they're very, very different. Turn Music is directed by Anne Decker, uh, who embraces the whole idea of genre mixing, or crossover as it's called, mm -hmm. and, and also bending. Mm -hmm. And they're doing, they do music that often wouldn't be called strictly classical or strictly popular, but it is today's music. And they're specializing in confronting issues of today, especially diversity issues, because there's not diver much diversity in Vermont, at least racial diversity. Mm -hmm. And this, their, film, their concerts, which will be running February 7th and 8th, 7th in Waterbury and 8th at Burlington's Flynn Space, the music is all written by African-American composers. Mm -hmm. Now the other organization is called Scrag Mountain Music. And this is more typical classical organization founded by a couple who moved here about a decade ago, uh, a bass player and composer named Evan Primo and his wife, a soprano named Barry Bonhag. And Evan and Mary seem to be focused on families. Mm -hmm. And they certainly do in this upcoming program because it's titled Musical Storytelling for All Ages. And for it, Evan has written a 30-minute composition called Thumbelina. Hmm. It's based on the Hans Christian Andersen, not the Disney. It's written only for soprano and narrator, one person, flutes, clarinets, and bassoon. And it's a, I asked... Evan, if that was his version of Peter and the Wolf. <laughs> and Evan said it pretty much is. And they're performing February 7th through 9th mm. uh, all around northern Vermont. You can get the information in the art section or in the calendar. But right. it, it should be fun. And I was a big fan of that Peter and the Wolf uh, record that you're talking about. And I had it on record that ages me a little bit. <laughs> I, I don't think it does because it's still out. Yeah, yeah. I, I grew up on it myself. And, yeah. and I jokingly said that's my favorite piece of Prokofiev's music. Yeah. Actually, maybe not joking. <laughs> Great. And um, we have one other thing that pushes our diversity. Mm -hmm. Jagfest in White River Junction is happening for the fourth time. That's JAG Productions, which is Jarvis A. Green, produces African-American theater in Vermont. 
And this is a festival of dramatic readings of new plays by African-American playwrights that's going to be, to be held in downtown White River. And it attracts packed houses. And it's very interesting. I've been a couple of times. And if you want something truly different, go for it. Sounds like you got a packed section this uh, week, Jim. And so we're going to let you get back to it. And uh, thanks for uh, coming down to Rutland today. You're welcome. You can read about these stories and a lot more in Vermont Arts, a section of the Rutland Herald Times Argus on Saturdays. You are listening to Major Prelude and Minor Mishaps. Brought to you by the Rutland Herald and the Barry Montpelier Times Argus. Welcome to the second part of our podcast, where I, George Nostrand, podcast engineer, take over the mic to introduce you to local artists for our Works in Progress section. Yeah, so we're going to play a game here. Okay. It's going to be Uncle Dave trivia. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to see if I can get, see what I can get, see how close I can get to some of these here, so. Okay, uh, it should be far out. So some quick background for folks. You came to Vermont back in... I'm going to say 2005. Close. Uh, October of 06. 06. That's pretty, I'm pretty close. Yeah, That's pretty yeah. good. And from Alabama, right? Uh, yeah. I was actually doing radio in Auburn, Alabama, okay. helping my buddy Wildman Steve fix his station WQNR. Cool. And you came here to work as the morning DJ and program director of WEBK at the yeah, time? Yeah, 105.3, the peak. Okay. And then the suits promptly killed that <laughs> at some, at some right. point because they weren't aware of exactly what it was. Right. So that was AAA radio, right? Well, AAA, AAA Americana, and then Americana, we kind of okay. put more of a, a alternative slant to it uh-huh. because the goal of the company at the time was to really go after the Fox. Oh, yeah. So, okay. you know, they wanted me to beat them. So mm-hmm. that's what we kind of engineered it to do. There, there wasn't so much emphasis on format mm-hmm. as there was on function. Okay. And ironically, now you have the Fox's signal, right? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I mean, we have the Fox's signal. You went after him, I guess. <laughs> well, and, and, well, the thing about it is, man, we, we not only have the Fox's signal, but we also are doing something that's uh, far different. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, Completely I mean, different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, from yeah. anything else, really, possibly in the state. And so then you went to 101.5 The Drive, right? Or no, 94.5 The oh, Drive. Oh, 94.5 The Drive. Yeah, oh, 90, that's, 94 that's a negative drive. for me. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, classic hits that's for right. Rutland County. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so you did that as a morning DJ for quite a while, right? Yeah, for a little over a decade. Okay, great. Um, and uh, so when did you get this idea to start a community radio station? Right? I assume it goes way, way back, but... Yeah, honestly? Yeah. I remember I wrote up an idea similar to this mm-hmm. in college at Bama. Oh, wow. And I had a professor who was like, gave me a C plus on. She said, wow. <laughs> she said, I'm still friends It'll with her on Facebook. <laughs> I know Jan is amazed now. She's That's like funny. a professor out West. Uh-huh. But she was just like, you know, Dave, it's a great idea, but I just don't know if it would work. And, <laughs> you know, years later, you have the WXPNs in Philly mm-hmm. and the uh, WNRN in Charlottesville, KEXP up in Seattle, KCRW mm-hmm. in, uh, I think it's uh, Santa Clara. No, it's Santa, Santa Monica, I mm-hmm. think. Point is, man, there's just so much great radio out there. And I was quite amazed at the state of radio in Vermont when I arrived. Mm-hmm. And 
And I was amazed that more people weren't doing the kind of radio that had started to become popular and mm-hmm. very independent. Right. I mean, when you consider the bent, if you mm-hmm. will, in Burlington, mm-hmm. as well as just the standard Vermont bent, it's a very right. it's a it's a very independent, idealist kind of thing mm-hmm. where people do their their thing, and mm-hmm. it, it's really cool like that. I mean, the the lifestyle we have here mm-hmm. is so out of the norm from other places. You aren't going to find it right. in a right. lot of places. Right. I, I think there. Our radio station is fitting those people. Mm-hmm. I, I think it is helping them to get something that was lacking mm-hmm. just out there on the airwaves. Right, certainly, yeah. Now, right now, you're you're running music, um, and I think a lot of people that I've heard, myself included, have been kind of amazed at the eclectic playlist. Yeah. Like, where the hell did that come from? Like. Or how did you put that together? Or is that top secret? I, well, <laughs> honestly, you know, I think my friend uh, and uh, one of the people who's been really instrumental in all this, A.J. Rubin, he's helped us out. Oh, really? Lot. Awesome. Um, he's a good friend. Yeah. Uh, I met him when we were on the board together at the co-op. Yeah, he was yeah. one of the founders there, yeah. which is really cool when you have somebody who was responsible for something founded, I think, almost 25 years ago. Yeah. And then you're trying to, you know, found something in that same vein. And totally. and he knows. He, he, he was he – was, a great friend and all this. Mm. But he said that when he heard the playlist after listening for a couple of days, that he was like, dude, this is you. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of it is stuff that I have collected over the years, mm-hmm. you know. Um, cool. Some of it is bands that, you know, I've gotten to know personally mm-hmm. that, you know, I've fallen in love with. Some right. of it is, you know, yeah, I am that big of a jazz head. Mm-hmm. I think Charles Mingus is a guy. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I mean, John Coltrane too. I yeah. mean, so yeah, there, there's a lot of different different facets to the music but I mm-hmm. think that uh, in the end mm-hmm. a lot of people have that going for them I, I, right. I think the playlist these days is so different well I think what's amazing is you listen to a commercial radio station and the playlist has gotten smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller oh they try to limit to you yeah. know, like 300. we've already got yeah. 3,000 songs on the computer I mean, and we aren't done yet yeah so it's in the matter of just a few days of listening you know I've heard a wider variety than, than any other station any other time, kind of just because their playlist is so small. Yeah, but think about think, the uh, way it all mixes, too, when you consider, you know, tempo, oh, yeah. uh, genre, uh, you know, just the f- overall feel of some things. Yeah. I heard the Dead Kennedys the other day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you, you've yeah. got different aspects. But then you have jazz, and then you have blues, and you have all kinds of crazy stuff. So. Hank Williams Sr. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, there are lots of little bits and pieces mm-hmm. that make up the fabric of American mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. And to be able to touch on all those is important. Right. Um, w- one area I think that people are really, you know, taken back by is uh, the local music. Mm-hmm. Hearing things from Dwayne Carlton, yeah. Rick Reddington, yeah. um, you know, those those are two of the staple artists in our area, and, right. and to have them at the forefront of things, and then to have both Thayer thrown right, in exactly. there, Cat Wright, yep. uh, Haley Jane and the Primates, yeah. uh, Jake McLaughlin. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there there are different people right. who are making great music in Vermont, mm-hmm. and we're giving them an outlet because you aren't going to hear that on commercial radio either. This is Debo Maluji, and you are listening to Major Prelude and Minor Mishaps. Brought to you by the Rutland Herald and the Barry Montpelier Times Argus. Um, I know one of the things that I was impressed with in your morning show previously was you brought a lot of community members and community groups onto the show. People from the Humane Society or from Brock or from 
Do you plan on replicating that? In your oh, new? I think we're going to do that even more. I mean, right. I, I constantly had to fight the good fight with yeah. the uh, old uh, regime that mm-hmm. I was under. And, you know, a lot of the time it was, well, if we could get a sponsor for it, mm-hmm. we'll let you have them on. Right. But, you know, we, we would put them on anyway. Right. And, you know, some people would tell me I was killing the programming when in reality, I think five good minutes with someone mm-hmm. who knows their subject matter and has something important to say. Right. That can make all the difference in somebody's life, you know, and and that's really a big part of it. You know, Mm -hmm. we're not just having them on to say, oh, look at who we had on. We're looking to have on people who are helping to serve the community. When you have somebody on from the, you know, Parent Child Center, Mm -hmm. when you have somebody on from Dismas House, when you have somebody on from Neighbor Works or Mm -hmm. the Humane Society, you know, they're doing a service here in the community that ends up benefiting people's lives. And that's really what it should be all about. Yeah. And so uh, uh, I assume that in addition to music, you're going to have sports because you're a big sports guy. You know, we're going to cover or, uh, we're going to cover sports. I think it's important. Yeah. Por- uh, I think <laughs> it's an important part of the fabric of Rutland yeah. County when you consider the domination mm-hmm. of girls D four basketball. <laughs> when you consider yeah. the times at Rutland High, I mean, Mike Norman alone. You're mm-hmm. talking what twenty six years. Yeah. Uh, 23 playoff appearances, mm-hmm. or no, 18 playoff appearances, maybe. I think uh, yeah, it, there's like eight state championships. He, he's just a phenomenal job. So, yeah, right. sports is important, particularly in a town, too, that, you know, has blue collar and ain't ashamed oh, yeah. to show it. Right, right. Definitely. And that's cool. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, man. We got guys still that will roll up their sleeves and yeah. bring it to you. So, and so, that right. goes for Woody, too, in the back-to-back, you know, state yeah. championships in basketball here recently at Rutland High School. Mm-hmm. And, and all those other schools, Otter Valley, Mill mm-hmm. River, Proctor is always in the mix. Jake Eaton does a great job. Right. All that needs to be touched upon and covered by mm-hmm. the radio station. We just won't bring you the games. I mm-hmm. think SYB still does a great job of that. Yeah, there's and, no need to duplicate. Yeah. Well, plus we're a music station, right. you know, and we're a community station. Yeah. Sports is part of the community, but it's part of the fabric. Mm-hmm. It, it's part of many other things that we're here to do. Mm-hmm. I think broadcasting from the farmer's market mm-hmm. yeah. on Saturdays, every Saturday, yeah. that's going to be huge. Yeah. Totally. And, and that's a whole different kind of sport in itself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Right on. What about like news and politics and that type of thing? We'll be doing news uh, yeah. throughout the day. Um, I think that's terribly important. Mm-hmm. And more important is the fact that, uh, you know, we're going to give it that full service radio feel. Mm-hmm. But I think also it's important to have stories that are Rutland centric right. and not the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you take into account, you know, people who are movers and shakers in the community, like Kim Peters mm-hmm. over at the rec department. Mm-hmm. You know, she's always going to have something positive and something going on that needs to be conveyed to the general public. And what she's been able to do over at CSJ with that gym, that's the kind of news story that we want to put out there. There Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be if it bleeds, it leads. It can be positive. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of our job, making people in Rutland feel better about themselves and better about where they live. You know, we we want to, but not enough people are trying to do that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we have a lot to be proud of here. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And I think, um, you know, I think I really associate music and hope together. And I, even this week, that was kind of funny. I've been a real junkie of some of this, you know, stuff going on in Washington and, and all the hearings and everything like that. And I normally listen to all that stuff. I just turned it off this week and <laughs> listened to your radio station. And, and I felt so much better, frankly, because it's just like I don't need to take in all that negativity. You know, well, it's important to stay informed. You know, but I don't need to listen to it 24-7, you know? 
Well, not to mention the fact, too, you've got so many people who want to go on the radio and just regurgitate mm. what's on the Internet. Exactly, yeah. Just uh, give you an overview or perhaps their opinion of it. You yeah. know, one thing that we can honestly say, I have already told our DJs, mm-hmm. we will remain neutral when it comes to politics. Mm-hmm. We are there to serve the public. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think it's interesting that we are one of the few community radio stations in Vermont, and we're in the only red county mm, yeah. in the state. Well, that, that gives it a different tint. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's okay if it's purple. Right, you right, know? exactly. It, it, it's okay as long as we get things done. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that if you can have a little bit of both, I'm what they call down south a bow weevil. I take a little <laughs> from column A and a little yeah. from column B. Yeah. But in the end, if we serve the public, mm-hmm. if we do what we're there to try and accomplish what our mission statement's all about, mm-hmm. uh, then I think we're doing our job. Mm-hmm. And really, th- that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And uh, right now you're, you're getting off, uh, just getting things started, um, working a little bit from your home, and I know you've got folks working in the the Farm and Food Center to get that up and running. You're also going to be up in Killington, is that correct as well? Yeah, uh, Mansal from Mogul. You know, yeah. I talk about our place at the Farm Center. Yeah. Um, the Farm Center's done a great job. Mm-hmm. Greg Cox, their board of directors, mm-hmm. Chris Zaliski, uh, a number of people have chipped in to be able to uh, make this happen. Mm-hmm. But then you take into account Killington. Mm-hmm. I mentioned, uh, I've mentioned before that, to people that I want to try and bring those economies together, Killington right. and Rutland. Part of that is being active in the scene up at mm-hmm. Killington. Um, yeah. You know, we're already going to be doing stuff like uh, the, the bike race that Vermont Adaptive does during mm-hmm. the summer mm-hmm. that they often pair with Long Trail. Right. We're going right. to be working with them on that. Right. Uh, found that out today, actually. Cool. But then you have Sal, who right. owns Moguls and the Night Spot. Mm-hmm. He bought Killington Mall. Mm-hmm. Well, encased in there is the old K105 location. Right. Oh, yeah. So he's like, hey, would you like that? Yeah. Well, we worked something out with Sal, and mm-hmm. we're going to be doing some live shows there from the night spot which he has done a phenomenal job Mm -hmm. um, redoing Mm -hmm. it's so much nicer Mm -hmm. it has he's put in new sound systems Mm -hmm. uh, just really improved it but Mm -hmm. that's Sal I mean Sal is local Mm -hmm. Sal gets it Mm -hmm. and so as a result yeah, we've right. got a great person to work with, a great new place mm-hmm. to work with, and we're in the process of getting to that once we have the studios mm-hmm. completed here at the Farm Center. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that makes I, sense. Well, yeah. And, and I know, like, when I came to town, um, you know, that the radio station was a big bridge between Killington and Rutland, and I think that's been lacking for a long time. So I think that that's something that could be really cool um, because there is kind of such a division in a lot of times. Well, you, you want people in Rotland to take advantage of everything that has mm-hmm. to offer, and, right. and Killington's a part of that. Yeah. Well, you know what? So is uh, Castleton when they do right. their um, concerts on the green there. Yeah. So is Brandon, the mm-hmm. be- well, you know, a great Fourth of July parade there. Right. You know, I mean, there there are so many great things. You know, Pittsford has, you know, bits about it, Pittsfield. Mm-hmm. Killington, Fairhaven, mm-hmm. Proctor, West Rutland. We have so many great places around here to be proud of. Mm-hmm. We just have to uh, work with them. Don't want to mm-hmm. leave out Wallingford and Clarendon. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, it just, there, there's a lot to, you know, a, a lot to be proud of, and we're going to try to be a part of all of it. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, thanks for coming in, and thanks for doing these interviews and uh, hanging out, and I'm looking forward to hearing more from the station. Hey, thanks, George. Yeah. Excellent. Hi, this is Stacy Harshman of the Sparkle Barn in Wallingford, Vermont. You are listening to Major Prelude and Minor Mishaps, the Vermont Arts Podcast from the Rutland Herald and the Barry Montpelier Times Argus. 